Now then, um, sense of occasion, as always, uh, when uh, the great man returns to uh, sort of regale us with tales of show business past and the age of chivalry that uh, some of us think is kind of in danger of being lost. Count Arthur Strong, who uh, strides show business like a great big striding thing, is back with us tonight, and uh, how delighted are we. We'll get to tonight very, is the answer. It's not a rhetorical question. Very. Did I ever tell you that um, uh, someone gave my uh, middle daughter Mia the Yellow Submarine book for her birthday and she really got into it and she said, is it possible you could get it signed for me by a Beatle? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, and, no, uh, and, 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 I, and I could, because I was going to see Paul McCartney. Oh, come so, on. What the chance? Dropper. Sometimes it's a good job. Uh, and, but I said to her, you know, do you know, it's funny you should ask that, but I probably could. Um, uh, which one would you prefer? And she said, well, for preference, Ringo. So I did have to tell Paul McCartney he was second choice. But he okay. took it in good yeah. spirit. Oh, I like little Ringo. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's been on. Says, uh, currently relocating Ginster's pasties from Cornwall. He says, who on earth is Count Arthur Strong? Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> he says, does he really exist? You know, and it, I like, I used to, I've gone off a match today, but I used to like it against this bastard. <laughs> no, it's unbelievable, oh, isn't it? Tom, it, Tom, tune in. Right, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous. Is it, this is more what we're after. Simon Bromley's been, welcome back, your countenance, anyway. It's wonderful and delightful to be here. Right, I've been right. waiting for this moment for oh, all day, so right. I had my breakfast. Right, good. And it's, um, uh, now then, uh, Simon Bromley's been on from Westfield and Sheffield. Says, so pleased the county's on the show on Monday. Yep, um, that's more like it, isn't yep. it, oh, to be honest? Says, says, I study drama at the University of Glamorgan down in Pontypridd in South Wales, where the news on everybody's lips has been the knighting uh, this last week of Ponty's own Sir Tom Jones. Oh, Tom. So I was just wondering if the Count has ever appeared in Wales, or even, dare I ask, shared a bill with the Welsh knight himself. Well, funnily enough, I have shared a bill with it, Tom. Um, I did, um, we did a show, it well, must have been the sixties, down in Clanneckley. <laughs> that's the proper way to say it, Mark. Is it? Don't look so surprised. No. Clinically. And um, the, um, I, I opened the, the show, told, yeah. a few, told a few jokes and a few funny stories. Then yeah. Tom was on next, and I think the corn crackers topped the bill. Um, yeah. I think it was the corn crackers. Right. Yeah. Oh, great memories. Oh, Fun. Smashing pop group, the corn crackers. Well, right. Um, uh, Chris has been on, and he said, um, uh, Barry Cryer usually gets the credit as the inventor <sighs> of comedy, but can you get Count Arthur to tell the real story of how he invented comedy when the government asked him to come up with something to raise the spirits of the nation during the war? Well, I can't say too much about it, because it's still very hush-hush. Is it? Uh, yes, but uh, the, the boffins in Westminster came up with an idea, you know, to entertain the lads at the front, and uh, they asked me to put a troop of players together. Right. Right. Um, there was me, um, uh, uh, Frankie Howard, um, Jimmy Clitheroe, um, so, no, one of Father Dear Father, the bold one. Oh. No, I don't know. Anyway, there was... Oh, Paul Cargill. Yeah, Paul Cargill, that's no, it. You've got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, you yeah. must have watched it. That was telling you. Okay. Uh, and uh, were the corn crackers on? The corn crackers, yeah, were there too, yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, in the early days. Um, uh, Dave Wright's been on. He says, can Count Arthur Strong give me a quick tip on successful job interview techniques while still under the influence? Uh, yes. What you must do is, uh, I mean, they like you to look them in the eyes, but if you're slightly under the influence, don't look them straight in the eye. Look just, just above the head when you're talking to them, and don't take your eyes off a spot just about two inches above the head um, when you're talking to them. The, the, that'll do it, because I think you're looking at them. 
you'll be compensating yourself for I not see. looking at them in the eyes, you know. I see, right, mm. okay. It's always worked for me, that's, I've got many jobs that way. Have you? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Raymond the Gooner's been on, uh, oh, and he oh, says, uh, oh. Raymond the Gooner, I think it's a, an Arsenal thing, Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah right, fair so. enough. Um, uh, I, I do you support an association football team? I've never asked you. Yes, yeah, well, Douglas Rovers, Leeds United Football Club, I still think I'm registered to play for Leeds United Reserve, you know. Are you? I think so. Oh, yeah. Right, I've not heard to the country, and then, you know. I wait their phone call. Well, they're taking a bit of a dip, aren't they, at the oh, moment? And so, uh, lost that, a hole at the weekend, right. I think. They're going backwards. Right, well, you might get a game. I might get a game. Um, yeah, uh, mind you, I'm not one of them, you know, let he be without sin, cast the answer in Manchester City. Oof. Manchester What was Stuart Pease doing the other day? <laughs> did you hear him on the radio? <laughs> I did, did, like yeah. a, a madman. <laughs> well... That's Stuart, isn't it? No. That's what you want, isn't oh, it? Oh, dear me. Yeah, I mean, he's a motivational expert. He's telling That's them they're right. all rubbish. That's right, one, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Raymond the Goon has been on. He says, I've saved all my washing up from the weekend, so I have an excuse to stay up late and listen to the show tonight while yeah. ploughing through it. Yeah. Ploughing through the washing up, not washing the show. Washing up the show, yeah. And he says, just thought I would make you aware of the sacrifices your loyal listeners make to tune in. A mention on the show would be great. This casserole dish looks like a tough one. Now, I only mentioned that because it sort of leads us neatly into uh, tonight's chosen topic. Yeah, because yeah, you're doing cookery tonight, aren't you? Well, that's right. Uh, we're chatting about cookery a little bit because um, of the um, my uh, cookbook idea, my celebrity cookbook ah. that I'm doing, um, compiling at so, the moment. So where did the idea for this come from? Um, well, what gave me the idea for it, Mark, was um, I saw one that Oxfam or someone had done and I thought, that's not a bad idea, I'll copy that. <laughs> yeah, it was out there somewhere up the age of one of the hospice thing. And all my top uh, celebrity friends have done recipes for it. Um, like, um, what's his face? That, um, <laughs> oh, you know him, he's one of your up, Mark. Um, um, oh, you're in radio, come on. Um, uh, Terry Wogan. Stewpot, uh, Stewpot. Uh, Stewpot, yes. right. And funnily enough, um, his favourite recipe isn't stew, and you'd think it would be with a name like that. It's, um, if I can remember it right, it's, uh, I think it's fried luncheon meat with pineapple rings on top. Um, I think that was stew pot. Right. Um, anyway, I, I, it's ironical, that, isn't it? That, uh, it is. You'd think it would be. Mm. It's lash or something. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyway, if you like, I'll read some of them out later. I'll yeah. not read out the full recipes, though. I wasn't born yesterday. I'll, um, I'll be missing one of the ingredients out because uh, some of them listening, Mark, will be sat there with the pencils and papers, getting it all down, and they won't buy the book. Right. Yeah, some of them are like that. I'm yeah. not saying they are now, just some of them. Right. Um, some of them will be tape recording all the records you're playing tonight, did you know that? You're joking, yeah, aren't no, you? No, uh, stop them, they don't have to buy it then. Oh. I was reading that in the paper, what people are doing is telephoning up a computer, and that's how they're doing it. The record companies are up in arms about it, they're losing hundreds of pounds. <laughs> that's, that's why Michael Jackson dangled his baby out the window, <laughs> right. isn't it? He was highlighting it. Was he? Yes, I think it was. Right. Okay. All right. So, uh, Count Arthur Strong back with us tonight. And, uh, you know, we can scarcely wait to uh, get to the other side of the news when we'll be hearing the celebrity recipes of the stars. Fantastic. Sonia's been on from Exeter. She says, the last time I saw Jenny Bond was at a Wishbone Ash concert. Go on. Quite an interesting one, isn't it? I think there's, there's, I think there's a, a, a very good feature to be done on incongruous sightings at gigs of celebrities. Oh, isn't it? Well, the last time I saw Jenny Bond was at a Wishbone Ash concert last year at a gig in the South Hams in Devon. Very scary dancer. Let's just hold, let's just think of, oh. you know, blowing free by Wishbone Ash going on and Jenny Bond frugging with Wild Abandon in front of the stage. I can picture it. It's horrible, isn't it? <laughs>
That's awful. Oh, Gavin Colotti from Birmingham's been on. Said, hello, Mark and Count Arthur Strong. I've heard that Charlie Chaplin was one of Count Arthur's biggest fans. Is this true? I think it probably is, yeah. I can imagine that. Right. Yeah, I can see that being the case. Yeah. yeah. Also, when is it going to be Sir Count Arthur Strong? Can you be Sir Count? And well, uh, as you've checked uh, the peerage books, but I think you'll find the Count is a little bit higher up than a Sir. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Right, then. Yeah. Um, uh, Faye's been on, uh, said, uh, Mark, were you in the Trafford Centre in Manchester this evening wearing a lovely blazer? I was not. And if I had been in there, I would not be wearing a blazer because it's not an item of clothing I possess, or, nor want to. Oh, no. There's a lot to be said for a blazer. Do you not think it's a little bit gauche? No, no. Blazer with your nice army badge insignia on your pockets. If it was my own uh, coat of arms, that would be something. private army. Yeah. Oh, that's the way you're going, isn't it? <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and Texas says, uh, Mark, was that Count Arthur in the Wells Fargo office in last night's Bonanza? I think it was, yes. <laughs> right, OK. Uh, Count Arthur Strong is with us, and uh, he's got a new celebrity cookbook, which we will talk about in depth after we've heard from Embrace. Uh, John in the set, uh, beg your pardon, John in the shed wants us to say hello to his sister Tizzy uh, tonight because she's found she's going into hospital tomorrow, so hi Tizzy. Um, uh, also, I'll play that for Paul Knight, who said, uh, Mark, I know you have a duty to feature a couple of Radio 2 playlist songs on your show, but does it have to be Embrace? Paul, it doesn't, but you want to see some of the other options. They said, alternatively, can you ask the BBC to extend the Listen Again feature to include a skip embrace button, especially with the World's Cup song coming up? They may well be from West Yorkshire and a great bunch of lads who have escaped from the torture of call centre jobs, but their rebirth as Coldplay ripoffs is plagiarism of the highest order. That's not fair, because, uh, um, in fact, Coldplay used to support Embrace, and that's why and they were very nice to them, and that's why Chris wrote that tune for them and all that sort of thing. Um, and they made some really good singles way before Coldplay came on. So, you know, I'm not having that. But... Paul, you do have a point. says, if you're still not convinced, they appeared on Top of the Pops last night with the lead guitarist of Embrace wearing an Embrace T-shirt, a criminal offence you've alluded to before, which is right. Bands should not wear T-shirts of the band that they're in. Having said that, we've just been saying you can wear a, a, a blazer with your own coat of arms on. So, if the, the, Look, Embrace um, and, and, and the lead guitarist, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Danny, Richard. His brother, isn't it, Richard? If, if you just get yourself a dapper blazer with an Embrace coat of arms on, I'll stick with you. 30 years ago, the world lost one of its most influential bluesmen. Greatest artist I ever recorded, I guess. That takes nothing away from Elvis Presley or Jerry Lee Lewis. He was the raw blues itself. One of the greatest guitarists, one of the most distinctive voices. Well, Howling Wolf. He was very imposing, you know, he really was. Really frightened. He felt very unsure about approaching him, you know. But when you got to talk to him, he was a sweetheart. I'm Bruce Dickinson. Join me to remember Howling Wolf from 9.30 on Tuesday night here on Radio 2. Uh, did he ever do any gigs or panto with Howling Wolf? Howling, Howling Wolf. Bit of pantomime with him, I think. Babes in the Wood. Right, okay, yeah, yeah right. Um, with the corncrackers on, or...? The uh, corncrackers probably wasn't. I did quite a lot of work with the corncrackers. Right, yeah. Must get some of their albums out, actually. Oh, so well it's a um, Angus has been on and said, Has the Count ever been in The Archers? Which I don't listen to, but it said, uh, Bearing in mind how that snag-toothed, wig-wearing Irish so-and-so is now pimping on The Archers, who's that about? I don't know. Said, Has Count Arthur been there? I seem to remember him as a Lothario-type character opposite Jack, who is in a bit of a state mentally. Wouldn't it be 
nice if he came back to hit on Peggy as Jack's memory slid away due to... what's his name? Well, what's happened to Jack, Woody? I don't know. He I can't don't... remember his lines or anything. He <sighs> wants to watch it or they'll chuck him out of that. It's, ter it's terrible. There's no use asking me. I've never even seen the Archers. That's embarrassing listening to it. I know. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Chris Hansen from York's been on, said, uh, I've got a great tip of cookery and would like to see what Count Arthur thinks. You should take a lot of time to find the perfect cottage pie for you or as I call it, cottaging. You have to be careful when you go cottaging, though. You don't know what you might pick up. I personally like a lot of mincing, and I like it when it's been in a while and goes all brown on top. That would be a tip of mine. Take your time in the supermarkets. Right, yeah. yeah. OK, then. Um, now then, uh, Count Arthur is uh, with us tonight, and he's got a new uh, celebrity cookbook out. So, um, and uh, you said before that you'd uh, pinch this off uh, um, Oxfam, or was it uh, Help the Aided or something? Is there a charity aspect to your book? Um, yes, there is, Mark. Uh, some of the money will go to charity. It can't all go to charity because that would be stupid. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel as sorry as we all do for him, but come on, we've all got to eat. <laughs> we've all got our hard luck stories, haven't we? Right. I mean, you wouldn't know it to look at me, Mark, but I... I had the umbilical wrapped around my neck when I was born. Oh, but yes, you don't need me banging on about it night and day, do you? No, I just get on with life, and I don't expect any free handouts for it. In fact, taking into uh, account my business with the umbilical, I'd be perfectly within my rights to keep every penny of it for all the mental torment. Mm. So, I might do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, some, some people eat the umbilical, don't they? What do they do that for? I was reading about that. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, yeah. Mm. I'm sure I read that. Right, you probably did. You probably did. So this book of yours, then. Yes. Um, what's in it? Can you give us a taster of some of the kind of the, the, the celebrities and recipes uh, that are included in it? I thought you might ask that. Um, now, this is interesting, this, because coincidentally, and you won't believe this, I was listening to your show the other week, Mark. I don't mean you won't believe that. No. <laughs> uh, because I do, I do tune in just to keep my eye on you and see how things are going. Thank you. And uh, anyway, you were having an in-depth discussion with someone, I can't remember who it was, and uh, you mentioned whitebait. Do you remember that one? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now then, uh, little did you know when you were having that talk what I'm going to tell you now. No. Lawrence the VA. I had dinner with him once uh, when I was doing one of the films I did. Um, Bridge Up River Choir somewhere, I think it probably was. Um, <laughs> do you know? I've never seen a man put away so much white bait. Oh, dear me, I didn't know which way to look. It was like Gulliver's Travels with the little, little potions. No wonder the Torda people are always on strike, working non-stop to meet his demands. <laughs> they mind you, they're tiny, aren't they, white bait? They're smaller than goldfish. The goldfish are small. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't eat a goldfish, though. No. Oh, dear me. I'd flush them down the lavatory, but I couldn't <laughs> eat them. So... That's an interesting story. That <laughs> that's a good anecdote, that. Yeah. So, that, so Laurence Olivier, white bait, that's one entry in your book, is that's it? That's right, yeah. Um, Any more? Um, it's be, must be more. Right. It's going to be a short book, wouldn't it? Line of Blair. Oh, right? good, right. Now, his favourite recipe, uh, let's have a look, what is it? Um, cheese. Is that no, it? that can't be right. That's <laughs> not a recipe. Um, I would say it's an omelette. Um, a souffle one. Uh, incidentally, to souffle an omelette, you get your food mixer and... Do it with that until it's ready. Um, it's full of tips like that in the book. Um, right. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, full of tips. And Fasc it, you know how we got his starting show business, don't you, Lionel Blair? No. Right, well, uh, he used to be a window cleaner, did Lionel, before the show business days. Um, oh, and one day he was cleaning the windows of the executive boardroom at the local gonk factory. <laughs> and the managing director saw him through the window with his fresh 
pressed up against the glass. It was just puffing up one of the quarter lights. And just based on that half-chance meeting, they asked him to become a model for the new line of gonks they were doing. And they were so popular, um, um, someone asked him to form a dance troupe, and he became a dancer. Then he got named that tube when Tom O'Connor packed it in, gave us a clue. He was team captain on that, you know. Right. Not with the panellists. Oh, yes, it's got a bit quiet now, though, as Lionel. <laughs> you sometimes see him in the crowd at boxing matches. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was his cheese. Thus, his inclusion in my celebrity recipe book and mine, Adam. Mm. Well, I mean, when you say recipes, yes. Lionel, uh, Lionel Olivier, yeah. White Bay, and, and Laurie. Um, that's right, yeah. Thingy Bob Gonk. Cheese. Yeah, cheese, that's it. As recipes go, quite simple. Oh, really? I'm still tying all the ends in. It's still in its embryonic stage at the moment. But right. um, I think those two were going as is, really. I yeah. Think, yeah. Mm, okay, all right then. So, um, have you got more? Uh, one more gem before we move on, or um, do you want to leave it till next time? Ben Kingsley. Oh, Ben. Sir Ooh. Ben, if you uh, As he insists on being referred to. Yeah. It's like flipping Dale Winton, is he? Yes, Dale, no, Dale. Yes, Ben, no, Sir Ben. Mm. Same bag studding. Does it, Ben? <laughs> he did Gandhi, didn't he? Ben yeah. Kingsley, in that, um, that film. Yeah. Don't fuss about nothing, if you ask me. Anyone can sit with their legs crossed and lose a bit of weight. <laughs> anyway, um, his favourite recipe is... Let's have a look. Bran flakes with a <laughs> banana cut up on it and a lot of sugar. Right. That's fascinating, isn't it? <laughs> Enjoy your brand fate, Sir Ben. <laughs> right, yeah. Were you considered for the role of Gandhi, or...? Oh, I was in the running for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. I mean, uh, you're a ma more famous glasses wearer than Sir Ben anyway, aren't oh, you? So of course. You're streets ahead, yeah, really. Anyway, it's, uh, it's very good of you to uh, reveal as much as you have about the book, because, you know, I mean... Uh, but it's, it's a taste of people will be rushing out to buy it, I think, after hearing the kind of yeah. quality of material. Uh, I'll flush it all out a bit, listeners at home. Yeah, yeah all yeah. right. Uh, so we've got uh, more gems of that quality, if you can believe it, from Count Arthur Strong and uh, his possibly charity celebrity recipe cookbook uh, coming up a little bit later on the crucial three music of quality and distinction tune two Billy's on from Luton. Hello, Billy. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm very well indeed. I'm very well. You know, although, as always, in the company of Count Arthur Strong, I feel a little inadequate. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know, I know what you mean. And a little bit, um, nervous as well. I don't oh, blame don't you. Be, don't be, don't be. No. He's one of those very unprepossessing legends, though, who, who, uh, who puts you at your ease. Not like, uh, some other titled people we oh, could mention. Ben but Kingsley. Ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley. Yeah. I, I must tell you, I must tell you, Mark, talking yeah. about fish, I had a lovely, um, crayfish and salmon sandwich just this afternoon. Ooh, I Ooh. see, that's quite a... Uh, Very exotic, that, isn't it? Yeah, lovely. Did you make that yourself, or...? No, no, from a well-known, um, sandwich, um, oh. chain. Ooh, oh, crayfish. Yeah. Well, I'm not oh. sure that how that'll lie. In fact, someone's just asked me, and, and Count Arthur, you can... I've lost the thing now. But oh. someone asked, what do you think is the most, um, which baguette filling has the most theatrical, what was the word they used? Most theatrical integrity. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> yeah, well, you're asking me, are you? Asking oh, well, well, yeah. I could ask Billy and Luton. What do you think would have Ooh. the most theatrical integrity as a baguette filling, Billy? Oh, it'd be, it'd have to be something brie and cranberry-esque, I suppose, wouldn't Ooh. it? Oh, hey, no. Ooh. That's I was thinking avocado and stilton, but we're on the same wavelength, aren't we, Billy? Yeah, yeah. That's have, you do, that. have you ever worked in a kitchen? Because I'm liking what I, I have, hear. I have, actually, yes. Oh, you see. You are you see. currently employed in the culinary professions, Billy? I'm not. No, no, I'm a, I'm a primary school teacher. Are you? Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Um, and there's not many... It always seems there aren't many blokes who are primary school teachers, or is that just the way it seems? It's or getting better. Not, there's not loads. There's, there's three in our school. 
Is there? So, but yeah, no, two, two and a couple of kind of hangers on, you know. I wonder why that is. Is it because, like, you know, blokes are impatient with a load of kids? I don't know. I, I can thoroughly <laughs> recommend it. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Good fun. I'm sure you is it good fun. Yeah, lovely holidays. Well, absolutely, yeah. Right, that's the spirit, Billy. <laughs> and uh, what do you like doing when you're not at school, which is most of the flipping time? <laughs> uh, I play a bit of football, Mark. Um, yeah. I try my hand at a bit of writing as well, now and again. Do you write it? What are you writing? Yeah, I write for the Luton Town Match Programme. Do you? I do, I do. When, when, what do you write in there? What I is write it? the um, coming next article, so just previewing the team that are playing next at oh, right. Mighty Calmer Road. All right, um, uh, have you ever bumped into um, John Hegley on your travels? Sometime uh, yeah. visitor to this programme? He's, he's a Luton fan, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's a nice bloke, John. Said hello to him a few times, yeah. Yeah, he is. Very nice guy. Lovely yeah. chap, lovely chap. I think that was one of uh, Sir Ben Kingsley's Desert Islanders, wasn't it? Survivor yes. Yeah, um, uh, right, uh, the Sex Pistols, 77 Anarchy in the UK, of course, is uh, number two on the Crucial Three. Gavin's been back on from Birmingham, Gavin Colotti, says, um, uh, I've heard that Count Arthur was in the studio next door to where the Sex Pistols were doing the infamous appearance on the Bill Grundy show. Yes. And apparently bumped into Johnny Rotten. What was Johnny or the rest of the band like? Oh, absolutely charming. Were they? It really was, and I think, I think Johnny was a little bit in awe meeting someone who was a noble, you know, and uh, I got him to sign his LP for more, and he asked me for autograph, photograph and myself. Did and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back in touch with him and ask him for one recipe for my book. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. OK, good idea. Yeah, have some good recipes with Johnny. I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like Coldplay, Count Arthur Strong? I don't know what they are. Right. Um, uh, here's another. Stuart from Ullerskelf's been on. He said, um, uh, I can't remember you being nice about the Da Vinci Code. Actually, has that court case been resolved yet? About whether I don't think it has. I'm waiting to see the outcome of that. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I thought the Da Vinci Code, it's easy to kind of uh, carp about it, but it's a page turner. So, yeah. But he says, oh. I can't, I, so I don't think I was particularly unpleasant about the Da Vinci Code, but um, uh, Miss Tattoo is in the film. What a quandary. No quandary, Stuart. Anything with Audrey Tattoo, go. It's simple. Have you ever worked with Audrey Tattoo? Audrey Tattoo? I've never heard of her. Well, I thought you were losing me then. I thought, what's going mm, on? Audrey Tattoo. Amelie? Yeah. I thought I switched oh, off. She's a, she's a goddess. Nope, no idea oh. what you're on about. No oh, idea right, okay. um, Anyway, uh, to the point, a poser for the count. My wife doesn't like tomato soup, melons or prawns. Are there any celebrity starters left to tempt her Pontius? Pallets, that's, your, that's yours, that, is Pontius Pallets, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that, that went right. very well that night. Any other um, starters that, I mean, you know, what do you do with a woman who doesn't like tomato soup, melon or prawn? I mean, Tom, that knocks out all starters, doesn't it? Prawn cocktail out, doesn't it? White bait. Favourite starter. Yeah, take the prawns out of a prawn cocktail and put white bait on it. White bait cocktail. Yeah. Lovely. Yep, that would be my cure answer for that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Pete Fitton's been on. He says, um, uh, Count Arthur, I hope that Hugh Fernley Wittenstall hasn't contributed to your book. I cooked his cider box poached in Dubonnet and the fire service had to free me. After three hours wedged under it in a bain-marie. Oh, what a waste of Dubonnet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Andy and Howarth wants to know if you've got a tip for the Grand National. Uh, not Red Rum. Or Denise. That's it. Okay. Ordinary. Right, Put right. everything you've got on it. And oh. big borrow and steal what you can. All right, then. You can't lose. Can you say hello to Dodge and Dell, two submariners, and Maleg having a wee dram? Is that how you say it? Maleg? Anyway, hello. Um, uh, now then, um, uh, Heather's been on. Said, did the Count ever meet Fanny Craddock? 
Uh, I knew Fanny Cruddy, yes. I'd have thought um, you were more of a Johnny man. Well, you know, when Johnny passed on, because he yeah. passed away quite a long time before Fanny, yeah. um, I, uh, it was mooted that I take over from him, but uh, yeah. there was a personality clash. Was there? Oh, he couldn't get near the bottle. Right, okay, yes. Um, uh, how did you get into all this cookery thing in the first place, anyway? Well, uh, really, I suppose it was when I was um, touring the Middle East uh, in my National Service days. Um, with Ensa, uh, you know, the entertainment bench of the right. You know yep. that, Mark. They all know that at home by now, don't they, anyway? Yep. And um, that's where my fire was lit for Egyptian cuisine. That was my initial interest. Oh, was it? In, right. Yeah. It's because, like, you know, the Americans have the hamburgers, don't they? Yeah. The Indians, it's curries. The, the, um, the Germans, sausages. Yeah. And the Chinese, the, the Chinese is. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, but answer this. What do the Egyptians have in the way of what they call the fast food? Uh, I'll tell you. Ginsters? Falafels. Oh, falafels. Yeah, falafels. Mm. And uh, I've got this lovely recipe in my book for falafels. Um, so... That's what for that. Uh, the one ingredient you can't do without for this recipe is um, the packets of uh, falafel mix. <laughs> you get that from a supermarket. Right. And um, you just mix that with water. Oh. And then you make the mixture up into golf ball sized um, falafel. Uh, golf balls, really. Yeah. Um, and stick it in the oven for a bit. And I'll tell you something. Out of one little packet, you can make literally dozens and dozens of balls ups. Bollops. 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 Oh, sh... Yeah. Right, yeah. So it's very eco-friendly anyway, that's what I'm trying to say. And whose celebrity recipe is that? That's my celebrity recipe. Oh, right, yeah. OK. It's coming right from the top. That, yeah. That's from the, me to you. Pick of the crop, with, that, then, with, really, isn't with it? With my best wishes. Any more celebrities that are in your book? You no, know, just a minute. I was meaning to ask you. Yeah. You know the diggers were in, the diggers that put you in when you do the show? Yeah. Did you know there's a fridge in the room? A fridge in the room? Yeah. Yeah. I opened a cupboard and there's a fridge in it. Right. Who does all that drink belong to then, in there? That's free, that. Is it? Mm. Is it free? Yeah. I thought uh, whoever was in before me had left that. Oh, <laughs> all grasses. Right, yeah, I think so. Oh, goodness, because I, I had one of those little bottles of wine in a packet of nuts and I was just, it just crossed my mind I might have to pay for that. No, I don't think so. I should go oh. back and, I should go back and empty that. Oh. Mm. Well, you yeah, yeah, might. Yeah, I might yeah. have a go at that. No, I, only, I know you only take kind of drink on special occasions, don't you? Oh, yeah, well, of course, you, yes, you can. Yeah. yes. Any yeah. other celebs in well, the book, or is, 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 is that it? Lionel uh, Blair, uh, Laurence uh, Olivier, uh, and you, uh, and Sir Ben. Uh, Boris Karloff. <laughs> Off the top of me, there would be more celebrities in it, Mark. Don't press me on it. I'm, I'm compiling it at the moment, you know. You know what it's like when you're compiling books. Mm. You know, the phone rings, you, you know. It's a couple of days, isn't it? So it takes ages, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, Duncan joins us from Nottingham. Hello, Duncan. Evening, Mark. Have you had anything interesting to eat today? Because the Count's here and we are, we're on a cookery theme today. Um, I've been out for dinner, actually. Ooh. You've been out for dinner? I have. Right. Uh, me and the wife. Um, actually, I had steak, it's not my interesting, but... Uh, it was steak? Nice. Steak. That's not a bad recipe. Steak. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm writing that down. Uh, a roquefort and bacon sauce. No. Roquefort and bacon sauce. Labo hem. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm having right. that, yes. Are you going to put this down as Boris Karloff's? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, fine, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, any interesting starters? Because we were struggling on starters before, oh, yeah. Duncan, didn't you? Uh, I had squid, but... Um, squid? Squid. Fried oh, squid. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, all right. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So and what, what about the wife? 
I can't remember that. Uh, no. Paying attention, were you? I'm too absorbed in the squid. Or oh, possibly the conversation. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe uh, Kiss were very influenced by the uh, corncrackers in their early days. Well, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Right, yeah, anyway. okay. uh, Kiss, crazy, crazy night. Uh, well done to uh, Mike in Manchester and uh, Seamus in Oxford, was it right? Um, uh, all bands that have been turned into cartoons. Tonight, see, because uh, Kiss, it was a comic strip. I don't think it was a film. It may have been a bit of animation, but uh, there was sort of in cartoon form. The uh, Beatles, of course, you got a big clue because we said nowhere man was in Yellow Submarine. Yes, right? That's right. And yeah. the Sex Pistols, Great Rock and Roll Swindle, was a uh, cartoon and animated sequence, yeah. wasn't that? So yeah, there you yeah. go. Course, that was the connection tonight, as suggested by Ian. Yeah. Um, um, hello to Ken in Sheffield. He says, uh, Dear Count Arthur, I heard you were offered the part of Darth Vader in Star Wars. Why did you turn it down? Oh, so a commercial came up. Uh, for the building society, I forget which one. Right. Yeah, uh, I chose that. Now, I, on reflection, I wish I'd have done the film now. Mm. Yeah. Is it I'd good, Star Wars? I've never seen few, it. Made a few bob if I'd have done that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's everywhere, isn't it? Mugs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. T-shirts and all that. that right? You're probably right, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm feeling a bit stupid tonight. I've never seen Star Wars, oh. never seen The Archers. Oh, dear. Unbelievable, isn't it? Um, this is a night, this is the kind of email, the kind of communication that, you know, I wish we got more of, really. From Higgy, sitting in my lorry at Exeter Airport, eating chilli. Chili. Chili. I'll have that recipe. Chili. Right. <laughs> okay, chili. Yeah. Well, they're not exactly recipes, these, are they? They're more just like a dish. I mean, I don't want to nitpick, and you're the man, but when you say recipes, you say Lionel Blair, uh, cheese. Yes. It's not exactly a recipe, is it? No, I mean, it's an no. interesting celebrity fact that Lionel Blair likes cheese. Loves but... cheese. He's a cheese lunatic. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you have to be careful around him. Sure. Yeah. But my point is, it's not a recipe, is it? Cheese. Oh, early days yet, Mark. Early okay. days. Yeah, all right. So you can. Yeah. But anyway, Higgy sitting in his lorry at Exeter Airport eating chili. Oh, eating a chili. A chili. A chili. A chili. Right. chili. Oh, did you see that in the paper the other day? That someone's uh, was it in Cornwall or Devon? They've bred the hottest chili. I did read that. Did yeah. They have yeah. to put goggles on when they're picking it or something. Oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, but right, um, Higgy sitting in his lorry at Exeter Airport eating a chili. I've been a postman for twenty-five years. So it's quite possible that I've sorted a letter for the Count, and I feel very humble. Oh, well, as you probably have. Isn't that I, I nice? I get letters. Even to this day, I'm getting letters. That's it, then, yeah. isn't it? Oh, and Kate in Liverpool says, uh, I'm a woman, and as far as starters go, what about the classic served in a Bernie Inn, glass of fruit juice? Glass of fruit juice. For the Perfect. starter. Perfect. That's page four. <laughs> oh, it's coming on a treat tonight, mm -hmm. isn't it? Um, are you doing any touring, or are we going to see you in any uh, show oh, business concert? Uh, I was going to do Flippin' Edinburgh Festival again out at the Assembly Room. There. I've got a few shows, The Y and um, Leicester and Comedian. Oh, don't get me going on my shows. I'm doing a few previews, yes. Yes, right. Yeah, I've got a web zone, you know. They can all look on that. Oh, can they? Yeah. All right. Well, Infinite. Well, oh, yeah. All right, we'll go to his uh, web zone then. That's right, yeah. Um, uh, Count Arthur, a delight as always. Oh, I've uh, enjoyed myself I so think you're much. back early June, aren't I you? I am back yeah. early June, right, yes. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, uh, we will see.